0: How's it going? How's May treating you so far? I hope you have exciting plans for the summer now that the world is is opening up to us and we can travel a little bit more freely. I hope you have some exciting plans. I want to remind you that I'm offering a free monthly Job Search Masterclass on the third Thursday of every month at 4 o'clock p.m., You can see the link to sign up in the show notes and also find out more about what this month's topic is. It's always on a job search topic, and we cover it from a lot of different angles. So check that out, and I hope you'll join us. So today we're going to talk about how to prepare for a difficult work conversation. Ick, right? We don't love them. Here's the bad news about these conversations. You cannot change anyone but yourself. So whatever the conversation is, whomever the conversation is with, you can only change yourself. Here's the best news ever. You can't change anyone but yourself. So you don't have to worry about how to handle quote unquote the other person in this difficult work conversation you really have no control over how they receive what you say what they make your words mean how they react to it that is 100 percent on them you can only control yourself so that's what we're going to be talking about today When I have to have these kind of conversations, and I'm thinking back specifically to when I was working in higher education, I tended to imagine all kinds of worst case scenarios. And as a result, I often avoided these conversations, which of course, as we know, never works. It simply makes that problem more pronounced. And of course, my feelings are festered. I'm probably not as effective as I can be because I am thinking constantly about the conversation that I need to have. And the reality of it, when we actually have the conversation, is usually much better than the story we've made up in our heads. So that's just one more reason not to put the conversation off. It usually isn't nearly as bad as we think about it and as we we process it in our heads and we think it's going to be. When you are having a difficult conversation with someone, the only person in the equation that you have any control over is you. What you feel, what you think, what you say, what you do. So we want to talk about how you can show up for these difficult conversations in a way that serves you, in a way that you can feel good about yourself and about the work that you do not so that you can manipulate the other person into thinking a certain way because news flash you can't do it you can have all the best intentions in the world and you can treat someone with kid gloves and they could still fly off the handle at you because that's their that's on them that's their reality let's begin this conversation with talking about thoughts that we have about ourselves so as we are preparing for this difficult conversation What are we thinking about ourselves? So we might be thinking, I'm not a good enough manager to lead this person. So you may think, I just, I don't have the skill set. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the experience to be an effective leader for this quote unquote difficult individual. You may also be thinking, I don't know how to start this conversation. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to bring it up. I'm, I don't know where I should bring it up. I don't know. I don't know how to get it started. And then we also might be thinking, I don't know how to help this person. I see where the problems are, but I don't know what to do about it. So the brain science of what you're thinking in this scenario about yourself is the brain is then scanning the environment for the evidence of what you've just thought about yourself. So if you think you're not a good enough manager, your brain is going to scan your environment and present you with evidence that you, in fact, aren't a good manager that is not serving you absolutely not serving you so then your challenge in that situation is to notice those thoughts when they crop up and decide on purpose whether you want to continue to think of them does that thought serve you do you want to continue to think that about yourself i want to offer you some better feeling thoughts that you might choose instead you might think, I have been successful in having difficult conversations before. That's called efficacy, right? So one of the aspects of efficacy is I've done this before. Efficacy is the likelihood that we're going to be successful, our belief that we're going to be successful in a situation. And one of the things that affects efficacy is if we can pull from our experience, a time when we were successful with the same thing that we're facing now. So if we can think I have been successful in having difficult conversations before, that's going to move us in the right direction. We could also think I'll figure out a way to start the conversation. It's not that I have figured it out yet, but I'm going to trust that I'm going to figure out a way. And again, my brain then begins to scan the environment for possible ways to start the conversation. We might also think, I'll try my best to help this person. So that's sort of that, well, what's the worst that can happen? I'm going to give it my best effort and that's all I can do. I can't make the other person change their behavior. I can't make them resolve whatever it is we're talking about, but I can do my very best to help this person. Now we have our brain out scanning the environment for evidence that we're going to be able to start the conversation, we're going to be able to help this person, we're going to be able to have a difficult conversation. Those kinds of thoughts are going to serve us much better as we go into this difficult conversation. Next, I want to talk about the thoughts that you might be having about the other person that you're going to have this conversation with. This one is really insidious because we often think the worst of the other person with no real reason to back our beliefs up. So we might think he isn't even trying. She refuses to listen. He thinks he can get away with anything. Those thoughts really don't serve us. If we think those thoughts, we tend to go into the difficult conversation ready for fight. Our back is up against the wall. We have our claws ready to to pounce. We are expecting the worst of the other person. And anything that looks like the worst, we're going to be like, yes, I was right. See, look, look what this person is doing and then everything that person says and does is going to be colored by our belief that they aren't a hard worker they don't listen or they think the rules don't apply to them whatever that belief is that we have about them i want to offer you some better feeling thoughts that you could choose instead you could think he's really good at So pick something that this employee is good at, particularly if you're having a conversation with them about something that went wrong, that they didn't do well, really focusing on the times that they have been successful. They have been good employees. You could also think I've seen excellent work from her in the past. So it helps us to understand if we, if we think that thought, this was anomalous. This is not a pattern of behavior with this individual Yeah, they really screwed this one up, but they've done excellent work in the past. And I have every reason to believe that they'll do excellent work again in the future. We could also think he may not understand the reason for the rules we have. So when you have someone who has broken the rules, maybe flagrantly broken the rules, perhaps they don't understand them. Perhaps they need to be explained clearer to them. Now you're able to go into that conversation with the expectation that the other person is open to feedback and they're wanting to do the best job possible. Is it true 100% of the time that that other person is open to feedback and does want to do the best job possible? Absolutely not. My question back to you is, does it serve you to believe that they aren't open to feedback and that they don't want to do the best job possible before you ever have the conversation with them? And I will argue that it is not useful to you it does not serve you to think that finally i want to talk about your thoughts about the possible outcome of the difficult conversation the biggest hesitation i had about having difficult conversations back when i was in higher education is for some reason i thought they would throw my problems back into my face so i couldn't talk to them about what they had done wrong and how to resolve that situation without them saying, "Well, when you did this, you know, and it never once happened." So I don't know why that was my hesitation, but it was always in my mind that they're going to have something to say about me. They're going to they're going to think, "Oh, she thinks she's perfect because she's calling me out on this thing and I need to call her out on her thing." Maybe you're thinking that it won't make a difference if you talk to this person that their behavior is just going to continue maybe they will just try to undermine your authority so you might be thinking nothing will ever change no matter what i do what i say can't change it you might think they will never admit to what they did and you may think they will just put the blame on someone else again doesn't serve you to go into that conversation Of course, you're not going to show up as the best version of you with a difficult conversation if you truly believe that nothing's going to change, that there's nothing you can do. So you're very disempowering of yourself. You're thinking disempowering thoughts about yourself. And I can't imagine that you're going to give this difficult conversation your best effort when you believe that either they're never going to change, doesn't matter what I say or do, or they're never going to admit to what they did. They're just going to blame somebody else. We're going to go in armed for bear and we're going to get what we're <laughs> we get what we're looking for. So here are some better feeling thoughts. You could think, I'm taking a small step toward improving things. So I'm not making this conversation be the be-all and end-all, the first, the last, and everything in between. I'm taking a small step to make things better. So by minimizing the importance, the potential impact of this conversation, it might help you to relax about the conversation and ease into it with a little bit less trepidation. You might also think, I will focus on solutions rather than placing blame. And if you listened to last week's episode, we talked about problem-focused conversations versus solutions-focused conversations. So I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to focus on solutions. I'm not going to be placing blame. If they choose to place blame, that's on them. That has nothing to do with me. You might also think, my ultimate goal with this conversation is... Now, the reason I think that's a useful sentence is it helps to frame what you're trying to do to kind of step back take a breath and realize maybe my ultimate goal with this conversation is i'm concerned that there is a lack of awareness so i'm going to my ultimate goal with this conversation is to establish the beginnings of awareness with this employee that this is an issue i'm not trying to in other words i'm not trying to solve the problem today i'm not trying to i'm certainly not trying to terminate the employee i am simply introducing the problem in in hopes of creating some awareness notice that that first set of thoughts were all outward focused it was focused on what the other person might do what might go wrong that is outside of your control and that again is very disempowering to focus on what someone else is doing wrong and how they are thwarting your efforts to you know, have a successful difficult conversation. Whereas the second thought set of thoughts are inward focus What can I do? What can I can take a small step? I can focus on solutions. My, I can remember what my ultimate goal is. I hope this has given you some food for thought. Whether you're having difficult conversations with direct reports, coworkers, or even your boss, having the right mindset as you go into the conversation makes all the difference. I hope this helps, and I'll see you next week.